episode 012, February 18, 2020. I'm your host, Wasabi Ice Joined by Rick. Hello, nice to meet everybody. I guess re-meet everybody. It's been a minute since I was on a podcast. Well, it's been a minute since we've done this podcast. But that's all right, because we're not missing a beat. (laughs) No, sir. Life got in the way. I got married. And now we're good to go. It's nothing but games here going forward. Let's do this. Yes, yes. How's How's the married life treating you? uh it's it's fun man like you know i i didn't just jump into it i love my wife i knew i loved my wife for a while just a matter of time that this happened plus like now that we got it like legal my insurance like cut in half so that's fantastic always good. it's already saving me money yeah did you does she game too or she kind of occasionally occasionally she she loves sonic don't That's her all. big thing. She's not a huge gamer, though. Uh, she likes Sonic. She's excited for the new Animal Crossing. Did, uh, That's her big thing. Damn, you know what? Just I reminded you that Sonic movie came out. Yes, yes, it did. I wanted to watch it on Valentine's Day, but our schedules didn't plan out, so we're probably going to watch it next week. I heard it's not bad. Yeah, I heard which is things. surprising. Yeah, like they're saying, I mean, that, it's like the best video game movie ever. Which is like astounding. I mean, that that yeah. surprises me that how well that movie is doing. I mean, it's a pretty low yeah. bar, but yeah, it's it's a very low bar, but like, it might be worth checking out. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Also, we'll I mean, see. Huge, like Jim Carrey is just great. It seems like a perfect role for him. So just to be himself. I, I could have like lived to be a hundred and I would have never thought about having Jim, Jim Carrey play Dr. Eggman. But now that it's, it's a thing, I'm like, why didn't we do this sooner? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just, it seems so obvious and he was the best part of the trailer. So we'll see. Maybe it's awesome. Maybe it's shit. Maybe it's pretty good for what it is. I'll watch it next week and uh, give my opinion. All right. Well, in the meantime though, Sabi, what have you been up to, man? Anything new? Oh man, just just I you know I've been dabbling in like there's a huge uh Chinese handheld video game market that I've been dabbling in. Um Oh no shit. <laughs> yeah, just China is just banging out these like small, cheap, uh handheld, low power stuff, just retro gaming handhelds. Uh, dude, I've I've fell down that same rabbit hole just looking up all these weird like homebrew, like portable like emulator machines, right? Yeah. So like I got like I got one called the RG three fifty, the Retro Game three fifty. Like they have real dumb names. There's like a Game Kitty three fifty. There's a Pow Kitty. Like they're all really kind of dumb names, but. Like they're really like they're really good. I just though. looked up that RG three fifty and I was just reading about that like not even two weeks ago. <laughs> it's so it's super impressive. So like it's like ninety bucks if you like import it from Japan or China. Yeah. And it's super impressive because it's got like it's got a full suite of controls. It's got two analog sticks, uh R two, L two. Um the analog sticks click in. Like you wouldn't expect them to click in, but they click in. So you got R three, L three. It's got rumble support. Um, yeah, I was reading about that. That's impressive. 
Uh, See, I wanted to get into something like that, just like a fun little hobby to like mess around with. I yeah, some emulators too. I play around with it. It kind of like got me just reinvigorated my like spirit to play because I've been looking for something that I can like put in my pocket and play some handheld stuff. Like the Switch just isn't. It's not small enough to kind of do it, and also yeah. you, you kind of to really do it the way you want to do it on the Switch. You got to like hack your Switch, which I did. Uh, <laughs> Because, you know, Nintendo's not providing, we'll talk about it later, but Nintendo's just not providing that the classics that you really want. Yep. I have a lot to talk about that when we get to that, man. So it's just good. No, that's great. And, like, I got, so, like, I've been using the 8-Bit Do, like, SNES controller they've got. Which also oh that, that that same one like I, I think I, I showed it to you right and you bought it off Amazon like the yeah. next day yeah um, yeah it's, it's a it's a fantastic controller and I've been using it on my phone but the problem with that is like the controller's too light and the phone's too heavy so when you like they they sell this clip attachment you can put your phone on uh, on the controller and just mount it to the controller but yeah. like. The phone is way too heavy and it gets like top heavy. It's not really comfortable, but so like there's yeah, all... that, that's why like I wanted that uh, that RG three fifty. So I have like this dedicated machine that's just for gaming. I don't have to worry about killing my phone battery yeah. and I'm gonna carry around like two separate fucking devices. And the cool thing about it is it's, it's completely open source. So like the community yes. behind it just they're just constantly pushing out software and, and updates and stuff like that um yeah that, that was the main draw for me it's like all you really need is like a computer and like a memory stick and you're good to go yeah so there's like there's another one that just came out called the odroid go advance which is um odroid go yeah odroid go advance it's, it just came out um, i'm gonna look that up right now it's one that it's cheaper because they make you build it yourself but i don't know it's kind of like fun to kind of do stuff like that sometimes um, but that one's only around like 50 bucks and it's more powerful so it can do like some N64 it can do some Dreamcast uh, oh that's really cool yeah it's it's like this stuff is like crazy man so yeah it looks dope I've, I've been in this hole for a while and I'm like yeah I just like <laughs> get like 12 of these like, I, to... <laughs> nah, I hear you man. I just fell into it like a little while ago nothing serious but like I was like looking at like YouTube reviews and pricing them and i got the thought in my head i was like this isn't bad but i can't i can't justify it to my wife <laughs> yeah yeah it's good they're, 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 they've got stuff her. in like they've got stuff in every like price range you can get a cheap one for like 20 bucks it just does like nes and snes and it'd just be good for that yeah but like i'm gonna want that more expensive one you know i'm gonna want to play yeah. like ps1 games i'm gonna want to play dreamcast games yeah so this is why I suck at like shopping for stuff because I, I justify in my head paying more than I should for features I might yeah. not use. But then, you know what I then, mean? Like they have the there's ones that like have the power to do all that stuff, but they don't have the control. Like the Odroid Go uh, Advance has like the power to do that stuff, but it only has one analog stick. It only yes. has one set of triggers. Yeah. Like. I, yeah, I was like, looking at that right now. There's not there's not a perfect device that has the control scheme and the power to do it all. Like the RG three fifty has the control scheme, but it doesn't have the power to like it can just do PS one like up to a certain point. Like I think like the really high intensive games like Tekken and Bloody Roar, it kinda it can like 
it can just do those, but um, yeah, like it just it, it doesn't have the power to really just take it to the next level. Yeah. See that, that 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 that's that's my problem. I want something that's gonna do it all, and I'm I'm gonna be paying a lot for something that's gonna do it all. Yeah. And I can't justify that to my wife. She's gonna be like, "Why did you spend like three hundred dollars to play games you liked when you were like ten years old?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I, I I've been playing um some old shit, some nostalgic shit like um. Donkey Kong Country 3, which is one of my favorite games of all time. I know a lot of people don't like that one specifically. Uh, I, I don't hate it because like every it, it kind of does the the Rayman Legends thing where like every level is like its own gimmick and it doesn't really reuse gimmicks if it doesn't have to. Yeah. And then like that, that's pretty cool. But I haven't played it since I was like since I was a kid. So I, I can't ju- I can't. Um, yeah, it's the one with um, I can't speak to it. The, it's the one where you play the baby and the yeah uh, the girl Dixie is that her name yeah is it Dixie I think it, it is Dixie yeah I don't right know. The, I, one with the pigtails no yeah. that's Donkey Kong sixty four no she has the ponytail and she can like do like a helicopter thing and like float oh yeah you're right you're right you're right you're right you're right yeah see this this is why I need this thing so I can like play those old <laughs> games and see if they still hold up. <laughs> Well, I've been playing I'll tell that, that to my wife. I'll be like, let me buy one, please. I need to play Donkey Kong 3 again. And then uh, my favorite rhythm game came out on Steam, finally. Uh, DJ Max Respect. I saw your review on that. And I almost bought it just from reading your review. It's, it's, the, the game's phenomenal. It's still in early access on, on Steam, just because they have to, like, I don't know why they can't just, like, port the P. It's already on PS4. It's been on PS4 for, like, two years three years now yeah um and they basically did port a lot of that game like all the music charts are all the note charts are all the same just ported for ps4 but they added like specific hardcore charts just for keyboard um and they added like an oh that's really cool so you get like so it's not like a straight copy of the console version because they added these new charts for keyboard controls yeah, but only like only a few songs have them yeah, uh, so far. And they added like new track, like they added that marshmallow track. Um, they added some Porter Robinson tracks. Um, so there is new stuff in there. Um, there's online mode that has up to, I think, uh, eight players online. Um, so it's like, it's really like, it's going to be like the definitive rhythm game on pc i think once it's all set. oh yeah it's like the rhythm game you're gonna compare like all other rhythm games to yeah um and i've been playing it for like 10 years since like on psp was out um oh so, geez i didn't know the franchise has been around that long i was around very long even before that so like i don't know it's, it's, it's very nostalgic for me like that's just a basic fantastic I've just been playing the same old shit for the past, like, because like, because with work and everything, yeah, uh, it's hard to like get into something new, you know, putting in that time and effort to play something new. Yeah. So I kind of just fall back into like one's comfortable. And it's, I've been playing a lot of Diablo three. That game has been out forever, but Good it's comfortable. Stuff. I like it. Good stuff. Um, I finally got into the new monster hunter world expansion playing that with my family. That's fantastic. No, I haven't tried that one yet. Oh, it's so good. I'm a long time ride or die monster hunter player, man. And I, I yeah. love it. A lot of people shit on the new monster hunter. Cause it's too easy, but it's like, dude, fuck you. Like it's, it's so much better now. 
anyone who tells me that the older games are better, like objectively, doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I mean, okay, the the one problem I have with the new Monster Hunter is that it just fucking like it, it pretty much it's, it's pretty much just follow the line, and here you are, like it guides you by your like pretty much holds your hand straight to the monsters right that's true but you gotta like earn that you know you gotta fight the monster a couple times investigate it find footprints and then you can unlock the ability to just follow it directly which which i love that because you're not stuck like having it from the beginning you know it's not this easy um it's not this easy follow the leader type of situation you have to earn that first yeah and what's great is that monster hunter is a game about grinding so when you're grinding, trying to fight this monster over and over and over again to get the right equipment, it's good that you can unlock that ability to just follow it, go where it is, kill it, and get your shit taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, that was always the thing I liked about Monster Hunter was um, that, that like, no other... Because there's a bunch of clones out there, but they never, like... There's an essence in Monster Hunter that just no one else has ever, like... Just the way the monsters behave, the way they move, like, they, they act like wild animals like it's a yeah and that, that's what i love more about this one because like in the older games like they the monsters didn't fight quote unquote that often they yeah. just kind of did attacks at each other the same attacks they do to you and sometimes they hit each other with it but with this new game you actually see them get into turf wars they're fighting they, they have specific animations when they interact with each other like it's awesome and i love that for it a, and I, I've played some other Monster Hunter clones. I played a uh, Soul Sacrifice. That was okay. Um, I played Freedom Wars on PS Vita. Yeah, like that so, was like, okay. Free, like all these games, like um, even got like God Eater. I played a lot of like these games. Never like they're more like action oriented, which is which is fine. But they never they never make it fun to actually fight the thing. It's always just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just fucking slash my sword until it dies and. Um, the only game I feel like came close is Epics. Did you, have you played Dauntless? Yes, um, I played that for a little bit. I feel like and it's like the only one that comes even close to being like because even the weapons in Dauntless are like oh these are pretty unique. There's like an axe that like in one mode is just an axe, but then like if you if you switch it up, it turns into like a gun. I don't know if it's the axe that does that, but like it's got like really unique weapons. The monsters are really unique and. Yeah, and I did play it for a little bit because it was on uh, the Epic Store, and I figured I'd give it a try because it was this was like last year when they announced it was coming to Switch. Yeah, and I, I've always wanted to try it, so I played it on Epic, and it's not bad. It's a good game, but if you already have Monster Hunter, like I do, yeah, there's not a lot of reason to play it. You know what I mean? I think it's just it, it fills another spot that like if you're not huge into what Monster Hunter does. There's an alternative that's like a little lighter, but you know, easier to get into. Not as yeah. hardcore. Like as Monster Hunter, there's a lot of like you're like committed to your 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 weapon swings and stuff like that. I think Dauntless, you can like dodge cancel out of a lot of stuff and Yeah. Um that's one cool thing I I liked about it. It was more I don't want to use the word casual, it's a dirty word. There's nothing wrong with like being more reactive. Yeah, but that, that's kind of what it is, and it's it's not a bad game. I don't want anyone to to, to sound like they just, like they I'm just make, they, they make it easier. They make it easier yeah. to get into. Yeah, it, it's a good like middle ground if you like that kind of style. 
but try monster also, hunter and you might not go back to dauntless you you also, but you might like, like yeah. i gotta give i gotta give epic kudos where it's due because like they're they're like pioneering the um that that they're, they're breaking the walls down like on the like it, it's open it's completely open so like ps4 can play with uh xbox and pc and, and switch like everyone can play together yeah that was the main reason i tried dauntless because i was like when i found out i was coming out on switch and i found out i can carry my progress over i was like oh cool yeah i'll, I'll try it on my pc and if i like it i'll play it on my switch but it's not a bad game but i already have monster hunter and that that fills in that hole for me yeah but i could see the appeal of dauntless i mean it's free to play it gets you that that, that monster hunter feel that that hunting game feel so, like anyone listening right now, if you, if you, if you've always wanted to try Monster Hunter or any type of hunting game, but you don't want to commit to it, try Dauntless. See how you like it, and if you do like it, give Monster Hunter a shot. You might like that too. Yeah, definitely. Oh man, great! I think we got all caught up. You want to move on to the the news? Sure. Fantastic. So first up. Uh, we kind of referenced this a little bit, but the new um, NES and Super NES games coming out for Switch Online. Um, so we have uh, four games. We have uh, Pop and Twin Bee and Smash Tennis for SNES. And NES, we have Shadow of the Ninja, which does look like a lot of fun. And Eliminator Boat Duel, Boat Duel which looks okay. Um, all four of these games I've never heard of, except <laughs> for, for Twin Bee. But this um, specific version of Twinbee I've never heard of before. These are all hot bangers. What do you mean you never heard of them before? <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so Eliminator Boat Duel. I think I know that game from it was on Rare Replay. I think it's a rare game. Uh oh, really? Yeah, I think I think that's the same game. I think. I'm not totally sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think, fact check it really quick. I think that's on there. It's 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 like so it's it's like a racing boat boating game where but it switches modes so like in one mode you're racing you you do a race and then like the next the next objective would be like hey shoot down all these fucking mines or rescue all these people and then like the next mission would be oh here's another race motherfucker and then like it it, it switches in between stuff but see that that sounds cool i'm like looking at some of the reviews for it and they're there it's reviewed pretty well so it might be a fun like a fun like retro hidden gem but my, my big concern is that like these games look like fun don't get me wrong they look like fun games to get into but my big concern is that's not going to convince anyone who doesn't already have switch online to dip into it you know what i mean yeah but like i, I feel like it's not this isn't video. I feel like it's not the reason why it could be a reason why like Nintendo could like be like, Oh yeah, we're adding the entire North American NES library. And then that would be a reason to get into switch online, like just for that. But I feel like what they're offering with this right now, these classics are not worth subscribing just for, like just for these games, it's not worth subscribing. Actually, yeah. Uh, like the, the gap was a little wider last last time I looked at it, but like the like to dislike ratio on their the the YouTube video they put up, they've got like seven thousand likes and eleven thousand dislikes. 
Oh shit! <laughs> and like in the comments, I guess I don't know what the the messaging was before this, but it seemed like a lot of people were expecting Earthbound. Um, which like I don't know where that came from because I was seeing the comments too, and it, it just seems weird for me that people expect Nintendo to just blow their load right now and like what the third year the Switch has been out. Yeah, which I mean like. I, I I can see where they're coming from because like if you remember before all this they they started putting this stuff out they were going like real aggressive against like ROM websites and yeah and like people were like oh they they're taking all this stuff down because they're going to they're going to give us what we want but then like they give us this shit and it's just not you know people were like oh this is yeah which I, I could see the frustration in it because now that there's no alternative to play it. I mean, Earthbound, as an example, is a, is a great example because the only way to legally play that now is to buy a Switch cla- or a, um, an SNES Classic. If you don't have that, uh, buy the SNES version on your 3DS or on your Wii U. Yeah. Or you can buy like an old copy for like $300. I think those are the only like legal ways to play it now. Yeah. I feel like, man, I feel like if and Nintendo could do this, they could just open up like a ROM, their own like NintendoROMs.com and be like, hey, here's you want to pay for this stuff. Here's a legal way to do it. Or if like Sega did like, you know, SegaROMs.com and just said, oh, yeah, you want, you know, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Here you go. You know, seven seventeen cents. <laughs> I don't know what to go. I don't know what the rate is for these, but like, you know what I'm saying? They can just offer up like straight ROM downloads and, and like do it. I, they could definitely could. And I think the thing that makes them so hesitant is unlike Sega, Nintendo is still in the console market. And I think that's their big concern that they don't want to like cannibalize themselves by releasing these these uh these games on another platform that isn't a nintendo platform you know what i mean yeah but at the same time they're not like you're saying you want they they want people to like buy the console to play the games instead of just playing it on whatever like that's gonna be that's very japanese of them and like that would be their (laughs) that would be their downfall because if you look at someone like microsoft like with the xbox like they're saying hey we're gonna give you these games play them wherever the fuck you want like game pass he's played on pc uh hey here's minecraft you know played on switch or you know i i i feel like the the way forward in this in this like especially this year would be hey just here's the games you know even with the x cloud you know streaming and stuff like that like hey you got an android play our play our games on it like it's going to be like a real software heavy year, I think. Oh, I know. And I'm excited to, to see what happens. I don't think like exclusives are going to be completely extinct this year, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I definitely think that exclusives are going to be kind of like an archaic uh, format in a couple years. I don't see exclusivity or software exclusive being a thing for much longer. But for now, it seems like Nintendo and especially PlayStation are trying to ride that out as long as they can. I think PlayStation is going to have like, um, what? Well, let me. I got another point to make. Let's. I'm, I'm going to finish uh, 
so these NES and SNES games are going to be added tomorrow, right? Yes, yes, they're going up tomorrow. Uh, so if you have Switch Online, you can download them tomorrow uh, and play them. I like the Twin B games; they're 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 really fun, um, like um, like space shooters, kind of like like Gradius or like uh, or like um, God, I'm blanking right now, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. you know, they're really fun, uh, semi bullet hell, light bullet hell shooters that are that are they're fun. Yeah. Um, I would recommend Twin B if you download these games, play that first, and play the other ones. I mean, fuck it, if you have Switch Online already, they're all free, so give them all a try. You have no reason not to. Yeah. Uh, anything specifically in that list though that you recommend, Sabi? Um, I mean it's another tennis game. I know Eliminator Boat Duel is pretty. It's pretty fun. So you can try. You can try. See, that there you out. go. Yeah. But I just Eliminator Boat Duel looks dope. <laughs> it's but it's like limited fun though. It's like okay, you know, I did that. Moving on, like it's not like it's not a lasting kind of fun. But. I mean, like if you're already playing for the, uh, if you're already paying for the, um, the switch online, I mean, just try it, you know, yeah. it's there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're going to do anything else with switch online. Cause the, the net code's fucking garbage for everything you try to do on switch online. Jesus. It's, it's, it's a sadness, man. It's a sadness. I, do you think they know, do you think Nintendo knows? And it's just like, Hey, it's only $3 or however much it is. Like get what you pay for motherfucker. That that's gotta be it, dude. I can't imagine, cause it's it's like three dollars a month, or if you want, you can pay like twenty bucks a year. And on top of that, they're offering all these like Nintendo games to play with it. I can't imagine that twenty dollars a year or three dollars a month stretches that far to like make a competent online system. Either that, or Nintendo doesn't know what they're doing when it comes to online play, which wouldn't surprise me if I found that out. Yeah. But eh, whatever. Um, I can't even think of like any really online Switch games that are worth playing, except for like Smash Brothers and maybe Splatoon. If you're into Splatoon, yeah, those are the two that I would play: like Smash, Splatoon, and Mario Kart. Yeah, exactly. I can't think of anything else. And if it's, I mean, twenty dollars a year to play those three games online, even if it's not the best way to do it, is still. I mean, it's not bad. It's twenty dollars. It doesn't have twenty dollars. Do, do you have to play? Do you have to pay to play like fort like free games like Fortnite or? Um, certain know? games. I think Fortnite doesn't require it, but I know games like Paladins do. I think it's like up to the developer. That's fucked up. Because here's here's where it gets tricky. Because like. Games like Dauntless, for example, like use in Fortnite, they have their own servers where you're able to play with like other um, non Switch owners. Yeah. But I think if it's like peer to peer, Switch to Switch, you might you might need to pay for Switch Online. Again, I'm guesstimating. I have no idea. I don't work for Nintendo, but that's that's how I think it works. Well, if you if you if you need more reason to renew your switch online subscription there's four hot bangers for uh nes and snes <laughs> uh coming out exactly you. and on uh on lighter news we got half-life alex has a release date now which is yes. fantastic march 23rd it's coming out yeah which i don't know about everyone else but i'm excited for half-life alex i don't even have a vr but i really want to play it i've been i want anything half-life related just give it to me. What about you? I okay. So you're you're a big Half Life fan, then? Yes, I love Half Life. Um, 
I played Half-Life 2 a lot more than Half-Life 1. And but yeah, like like give me an example how much of a Half-Life fan I am. When Enter the Freeman like came out, I, I legit put it in my cart. I was ready to buy it when I found out it was Half-Life related. I don't even know what that is. But then I saw the reviews and I was something in my head told me like, hey, look at the reviews first. It's too good to be true. A a new Half-Life game out of nowhere. I looked at the reviews and that's when I saw the reviews for it. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll wait (laughs) and buying this. And I'm glad I did. But no, dude, no shit. It was in my cart. I was ready to drop the money for it. I was ready to download it and play it. But a voice was like, look at those reviews. And I'm glad I did because it's It's, it's weird because like it's weird because they Valve just allows, like, it seems like they just allow anyone to make a Half-Life game. Is that, like, is that how it... That's, like, yeah, that's, like, the precedent it sets. I'm, like, how hard is it to, like, get Valve to, like, give you their IP? Because, yeah, there's a lot of, like, fucking... There's a lot of, like, Half-Life-related stuff on Steam, but then you find out that, oh, like, this has nothing to do with... Like, Valve has nothing to do with this. This is not exactly but then they'll go like oh this is a spinoff this is oh you were wondering what uh alex was doing and between episode two and three well here you go i was like what this ain't this ain't it all right like yeah i'm still excited for it though because like hopefully fingers crossed probably won't make a difference but if it does do well we might see a new half-life game and and i'm part of that 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 meme you know like i I really want half-life 3 to happen yeah, so like this one, so Half Life Alex is set between Half Life One and Half Life Two. Um, what is yes, that uh, so I, and it, it looks not, awesome. I, I have not played. I played only a little bit of Half Life, Half Life One, and then like a little bit of Half Life Two. So I that's really fine. Know. I mean, controversial opinion. I think two is way better than one. But like mechanically, I think it's better. A lot of people argue that with me, but is that I like two a lot more than I feel one. like I feel like that's the is that is that I mean, you get like you get those people everywhere, man. I mean, you get you get those people who uh, who just want to shit on the new thing, and it bums me out because like Half Life is a great franchise, and to see uh, Valve not doing anything with it drives me crazy. Like I'd rather see a new Half Life game than a Left 4 Dead game or a Portal game. And yeah. we got it with Half-Life Alex. And that, that's what's crazy to me, though, because, like, when Half-Life came out, it was supposed to show off this new, like, you know, their new graphic, their new um, their new physics engine. That was a big thing for, you know, physics-based, physics-based gameplay that wasn't a thing before Half-Life. Yeah. And it's cool that they're they're kind of doing that with VR, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're using this as a way to, like, springboard VR, show off what VR can do. Yeah, it's And I think that's what's a... Yeah. I got a Vive when it came out and um I I no longer have it because I didn't really use it that much. <laughs> Cuz I don't know, there was just stu- the stuff that was coming out was just not very ground but you just saw the same shit. It was like, oh, here's here's like a shooting gallery. It was just basic basically just different takes on shooting galleries. It was like, oh, here's a zombies thing or Here's a really cool gun simulator where you have to like take the clip out and put the clip in and cock your gun back and keep track of how many shots you have in the in, in your clip and stuff like that and aim down the sights and oh the sights work because it's VR and like it was a lot of stuff like that that was cool but like the novelties kind of wore off for me. Yeah, and that that's what's cool to see because like 
I personally think VR could do a lot for gaming if it got in the right hands. And it's cool to see what Valve does with uh, Half-Life with it. I mean, we'll see. Maybe it'll suck and it'll just be like another, like, um, it'll be like another, like, showcase of all the stuff we've already seen with VR. Or maybe it will be, like, a legitimately, like, really good game and we might get more Half-Life games out of it. We'll see. It just sucks that off to experience the story secondhand from watching YouTube videos or something because I don't have a vibe. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll probably get another VR set here at some point, but I yeah, I got to see how how well this this is doing it cuz I mean, it's it's Valve doing it, so you know they've got like and even in the trailer it showed you like the big thing for me about VR is like being able to just like touch things like it 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 sucks in VR games where like, you know, there's a Coke can on the table. And I can't just fucking knock it over, you know, like, yeah. And it's cool to see that. Cause like, it, it seems so obvious now, but half-life would make a great VR game with the way everything's interactable, how the physics engine works. The fact that when characters talk to you, they like turn to you and look at you, like they, they could make a pretty effective VR game. And I, I don't know. I haven't, valve hasn't made a new game in God forever. I think the last game they did was that, that card game that nobody's playing anymore. Yeah, well, no, they uh, are they did they do Dota Auto Chess? Is that like Valve in in studio or is that like I have no idea? They give their IPs to just yeah. so many people, it's hard to keep track of like who developed what. Yeah, but I think it's called Dota Underlords. That might be Valve, but I don't know who the fuck is on that. But uh, someone listening to this will fact check us and <laughs> tell us we're idiots because we're wrong anyway. So. <laughs> But yeah, Half Life Alex. I didn't write the date. What was it? March twenty something. March twenty third. March twenty third, and that'll be on Steam. That is a full March twenty third. Yeah, yes. which like, I, I don't mind it because like, if it's if it's worth sixty bucks, who cares? You know. If it's worth it, yeah, I definitely think you should price your game what you think yeah. it's worth. Like, there's a lot of indie devs out there that are like, hey, you know, this took us this long to make so we're gonna charge you like like that game um the compulsion game uh we happy few came out and we're like oh well since uh you know we're indie so we're gonna charge you 30 bucks and then like later on like a year later um 2k games bought them and it's like oh now we're 60 dollars now because because we got a, a publisher now and i'm like no that's not how this works man Charge well, like, with We Happy Few, uh, with their defense, the publisher footed a lot of the bill, and the game went from like being a randomly generated like survival game to actually having a story. Yeah, now, is the game no worth shit, sixty though. bucks in the end? I don't know. <laughs> I never played it. It doesn't look like it's worth sixty bucks to me, but uh, I'm not a developer, so I don't know. <laughs> it was still shit, though. That's the thing. Is like. <laughs> I love that. Just, it's still shit, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you know. That's a bummer. I remember being excited when that game got announced. I, I like the original concept of it, where it was like this weird like little survival game. But that, wasn't and I con- feel- that wasn't even the concept. The concept was like, because if you remember in the trailers and shit, there was no inkling of it being like a survival game. It was all like, hey, take this drug, and everyone's on drugs, and look how fucking trippy we are and happy we are. Yeah, you love it. I thought that was the survival aspect of it, wasn't it? Like you take the drug to like kind of blend in. That's what it ended up being, but no one like knew that like oh you're gonna have to like eat food and like 
watch your like no one knew uh, how many meters that game they, they didn't know how many meters that game is gonna have <laughs> i hear you fucking yeah so but i hear you that's a bummer i mean we'll see what happens with that franchise anyway half-life half-life alex is coming out that looks like from the trailer it looks like it's worth 60 dollars, but we'll see if it's yeah. really worth it if everyone's talking up its praises and it says ah, that, that could be what, yeah which is another thing a full-length game in vr is kind of weird because you got this yeah, headset on um, it's it's hard to fathom like, oh yeah, we're going to be in here for 16 hours uh, or however long the game's going to be like. Exactly. And I love seeing that. Like I love seeing, because when VR got announced and I, when I first tried it, I was like, holy shit, like there's a lot of potential here. I think like this could be like the next, like big, like the next big step in gaming if it's done correctly. And so far it hasn't been. Like you said, everything yeah. that's come out has been like kind of gimmicky shovelware. Yeah. I, I can't think of like anything that's come out that's like got me really excited. We're like, oh, I have to buy a VR now. Like Half-Life Alex did. You know what I mean? There's injuries, like VR chat is probably the most um, interesting thing I did in VR. Just because like I don't know, the, the experiences you can have in that is just you can only have in that. Um, that's true. It's kind of hard to tell though if it's there on its own merits or if it's just the memes at this point. But yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever's clever, man. If it's getting people buying your product, who cares? Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. March. But yeah, Half Life. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was gonna say like March is just like stacked. Everything's coming out in March. Yeah, man. Like, got Half Life. Alex is coming out in March. Um, God, what else is coming out? I'm blanking right now. Doom is coming out. Uh. Final Fantasy remake, I think, is in March. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's going to be... Fuck. Can we talk about that really quick? <laughs> because I'm like, I'm really excited for it. But at the same time, I go back and forth. Because half of me is like, this looks like a lot of fun. It could be a really cool game. I'm pissed off. They got to cut it into like separate parts. But the other half of me is like, well, yeah, they got to cut it. It's like a 100 plus hour game. So, like, yeah, they got to cut it with all the stuff that they're doing. They're rebuilding it from the ground up. I don't know. What's your opinion on it? I, I'm with, I, I, so I did not grow up with a PlayStation. Um, I was very much a Nintendo kid for like until like after GameCube. And then even after that, I first got an Xbox. No, I first got a Dreamcast, then an Xbox, <laughs> then a PS2. So I, I only experienced that game at first through my friends who had a playstation and even then my first final fantasy game was final fantasy 8 so i'm more attached to that than i am to final fantasy 7 uh that said i am extremely positive on the changes that they're making like the whole turn turn-based shit i'm done with like i'm done with turn-based man like the whole you hit me i hit you shit is just i'm done with man i can't I can't like do that. Anymore. See, for this game, I don't mind just because a lot of people are gonna be pissed off at this, but hear me out. There's been a lot of Final Fantasy VII media, a lot of Final Fantasy VII related spinoff games. Yeah. And that's like the only one that was turn based. You know what I mean? Dirge of Cerberus was like this action game that wasn't turn based anymore. Um, yeah. Crisis Core wasn't turn based, it was an action game too. Uh, even all like the media that's come out after it, you know, the movies and stuff and the little anime that have been released. 
like you couldn't show off like that kind of glitz and like that, that, that insanity on a turn-based game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, why can't I be as cool as it looks? And now exactly. it can be. Exactly. And that's why I don't mind. Like, I don't completely hate turn-based games. Like, Persona 5 is still, I think it's a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. Okay, like, and that's turn-based. Sometimes I'll take it. Like, where, but see, but that's more like, that's a lot more strategy, though, I think. Oh, I agree like, completely. Like, when the strategy is there, I can take it. But when it's just, or you want to use yeah, I just don't want to mash the yeah. attack button over and over yeah. again. Um, but I think but a big no, thing. Fantasy VII. Uh, oh yeah, a big thing about Final Fantasy VII is the writing. I think like wasn't the writing or translation just terrible in the original? It wasn't terrible, but there were some questionable scenes where you're just like, "What, really?" Like the yeah. story still got across, but. I remember like being a kid and there's a part where like Garrett called Cloud a retard. Like that was the first time I ever heard that word. Oh, I gotta look it up now. See if that's if I'm remembering that correctly. Well, yeah, but yeah, Barrett was like a fucking like very stereotypical black dude. Like, well, he was written like Mr. T kind of. He was like, Oh, what you talking about, motherfucker? Oh, I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. Like that, that's <laughs> yeah, all I remember from that game. That's all I remember is that like, man, Barrett's real fucking. But I liked it though. <laughs> like I like fucking. Like, oh, I ain't give a shit. Fuck that guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I hope. I hope he's. <laughs> I mean, like they're probably I, I not gonna they do that again. But, that. Yeah. I hope they keep some of that camp, like just you know, for yeah. fun. Yeah. But like I never got Which, past the first disc on that. Like it's every time I go back to that game, it's just like oh, I, I'm just like I always bounce off of it real fast. You're, you're gonna laugh, but I've never played Final Fantasy VII from start to finish. Because oh. when I was a kid, um, I had a PlayStation growing up, but it was my dad's, so I wasn't allowed to play it. The PlayStation was his, the N64 was mine, so I never got a chance to play it. And it wasn't until like years later when it came out on Steam, I was like, okay, cool, I'll download, I'll give it a try. And I tried to play it, but for some reason, I couldn't get the D-pad to work on the game. The analog stick worked just oh. fine, but the D-pad didn't. And most people hearing this are like, what's the problem? Let's play with the, the analog stick. Yeah, but when you're cycling through menus with an analog stick, it feels like shit. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way. And it drove me crazy. I stopped playing the game after like two hours with that. I couldn't do it. I might go back and I try to even reconfigure it, but I've tried everything. I've tried reconfiguring the controls in the game i downloaded joy to key and try to see if i can circumvent it with that but that still didn't work like nothing i did got it to work so i, I might try it again later but we'll see another little i know like, as soon as it, uh, yeah uh a lot of thing that got me back in like retro games is there's this uh so retro arc is this like retro arc is not an emulator but it's like a front end for a suite of emulators kind of and one of the things it adds is support for retro achievements. Uh, oh, that's it, cool. Is that like community di- driven? Like, Yeah, yeah. It's this whole community thing where they just go back and just... It's basically just like they edit memory codes and just look for certain changes in memory to say, uh, oh, hey, you collected 100 coins. Here's your achievement. Um so they've they've added a bunch of achievements for a bunch of PlayStation games, um, and it got me to go back to stuff like Castlevania is in there, um, Final Fantasy is in there, 
Uh, yeah, See, that's that's cool as shit, man. Like, I it's, love seeing stuff like it's, that. It's in the funny community. that they, the community can do it, but fucking Sony themselves can't fucking do it. They did it on a lot of the PS2 stuff. I'll give them credit for that. Um, but if they can do it for like PS1 as well, that that gives me just yeah, they did. But like, it's still kind of finicky because like another small tangent. But if you if you downloaded any of the PS2 classics on PS4. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like Psychonauts, I grabbed, and that had achievements or trophies. Yeah, how well did Psychonauts run for you? Because like I downloaded a uh, Dark Cloud two, and there's a lot of like really obvious like graphical glitches that are happening in that game that weren't there before. Oh, and I think that's something to do with the emulation. Yeah, yeah, Psychonauts was fine as much as I remember. Um, yeah, maybe just my luck then. Weird. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're doing that. Like. I'm sure it's just like a form of emulation they're doing, but it's probably. Well, it was also like one of the, when they first started doing this whole like PS2 classics on PS4. Yeah. So maybe it's been patched since then. But I remember downloading it and being like this weird, like graphical thing wasn't there before. Like weird bits where like menus don't look right. Or like the resolution gets like really fuzzy out of nowhere. And like parts of the HUD get cut off that weren't cut off before. It's really weird. Shit. It still runs fine, but other than that, it's it was super weird. All right, what else? What else in news ha- is happening? Stay to K two. Yes, stay to K two is coming out. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, well, this game kind of came and went. Uh, like I think it was. Oh, that's an understatement. I remember it being announced with like zero people were excited for it, except for Microsoft. And then it came out, and nothing happened after that. I was I was excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> were you really? I was because like I don't know. That first game was here's the thing. So like the zombies genre is just like filled with fucking shit. But I, I, in my opinion, State of Decay was one of the outliers in that. Like, it made, it made like I don't know the the shit you see in like The Walking Dead. It made it a reality in video games for like the first time, where like no one else came close to State of Decay. It was like, oh yeah, I got this community, I got people, I care about these guys, I raised them up from nothing, and then like, and then when someone dies, they're permanently fucking dead, and you're like, oh shit. That was my good. That was my best man, dude. It was my best fucking, my right hand man just fucking died out there, man. I'm like, fuck, and it and it saves it too. So you can't, you can never go back and like, you can't save scum or anything. It just fucking, when someone's dead, they're dead. And I was like, I oh, see that sounds cool. So well, there you have it, everybody. Sabi gave it the seal of approval. What do you think of State of Decay Two though? Um, more okay. So the cool thing to say the K Two did was like they had this trait system. Where like every every everyone in the game has like these these traits and they're randomly generated. So like kind of like if you ever played um Rogue Legacy, where each yeah you, I played Rogue Legacy. Yeah, each time you do a run, your your character has like, hey, this character is short. This character is afraid of heights. This character is colorblind. Um, State of K two does that with with every everyone you meet in the game. So it could be like. Hey, this guy is a fucking, he's military trained. So he has, you know, he's really good with guns, but uh, he's afraid of the dark. So don't take him out. Oh, that's cool. 
Like it does stuff like that. And it does like crazy shit. That's like, you know, like some of it's like really, okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's something you would expect, but it'll be like something that like, Hey, this guy was a football, this guy was a football pro, uh, in college. And you were like, Oh, how does that like, <laughs> how does that contribute to anything? And, but then, yeah. So it's like, it, it, it does like weird stuff like that. Um, See, that sounds awesome. Like, I might look into it now, especially with this big, like, huge patch they're doing. Yeah, they're doing all kinds of stuff for it. This game came out, like, what, two years ago? Yeah, so the um, Undead Labs labeling it as, like, State of Decay 2.5. That's how big, like, this this, this update's supposed to be. Um, they're, they're, they're enhancing the graphics, the audio. Um, quality of life changes. So one th- one problem I had with the game was like the multiplayer. Uh, it has like jump in, jump out multiplayer. But the problem is it, it, it's like you're you're tethered to the other player over like a certain distance. Like, what? It gives oh, that's you, frustrating. It gives you this whole open world, but like it only lets you. You can't go f- too far from the other player for whatever reason. Fucking like it's online. We both have our own console our own system, our own screen, but we're, we're stuck to the screen. Like we're stuck to this distance. Like it's like, see, that's really weird. I don't see any reason why I would do that. It's not like, um, it's like a third person, like over the shoulder kind of game, right? It's not like a overhead, like twin stick type of deal. Yeah. It's not like, uh, like toe jam and Earl where it's fucking like, Hey, you're fucking, you're getting off the screen. Even in toe jam and Earl, if, like, the, <laughs> if you, if you two got off the screen, it would like split the screen and you can still go as far as you wanted. So even super Nintendo was, or uh, Genesis was doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then another thing about the multiplayer was, um, only the host, like whoever was the host would make progress in their game. Uh, so if I mean, like, that makes sense. Like, I don't know how you would have like two different like camps running at the same time in that game when you're offline and then online again. Yeah. But it's like resources though. Like you can like bring resources to your camp or whatever. Like you couldn't like share. There's a way they could do it that they didn't in this. And it felt like it felt shitty. Cause it felt like oh, I'm helping you with your shit. You're going to help me with my shit. Like that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I hear you. But yeah, they're improving right. the, the combat. Um, uh, they're gonna release it on Steam, and the Steam release is gonna have all the expansions, all the all the old shit is is gonna release on Steam uh, with all this new stuff included. Um, yeah, and that that that's the thing I'm excited for because I never played it, and now you're talking it up. I'm like, fuck, maybe I should give this a try, and it's only like thirty bucks. Yeah, and also it, it's cross-platform, so it's it's on Xbox Game Pass. So if you have that, you can just you can grab it. Um, it's cross-platform, so even if you have it on Xbox or if you have it on Steam, you can play with everyone. Um, again, credit credit to Xbox, you know, Microsoft for doing that. Like even like Halo, uh, Gears of War, shit like that. Yeah. Like they they put their shit out, and it's all cross-platform. Yeah, see, and that sounds awesome. Like to be able to have a a cross platform system like that. It sucks that like Sony's not jumping in on it with all their stuff. There's no reason they can't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's they're calling it the Juggernaut edition. Um 
And uh, the store page is up for that on Steam already. And yeah, it'll be 30 bucks. So I'm excited for that because it's probably going to bring a lot of new players to the game. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just reinvigorate some activity. Cause it's a really good game. Exactly. So Exactly. Especially with it, like, coming to Steam now, like, everyone's going to be jumping on that game now. Well, I mean, maybe not everyone, but we'll see. Only time yeah. will tell how successful that game is. I mean, it, is I mean, it sounds thing. like fun. Fuck, I'm it, kind of upset I missed out on it, if I'm being honest. They did the same thing with the original State of Decay. Like, it was Xbox exclusive, Xbox 360 exclusive, and then the definitive edition. Well, no, it was the day one survival edition. Uh, came out on Steam, like, three years later. And then that's when people, like, found out, like, oh, it was a really good game. Uh, but that one didn't have multiplayer. This one does. So check it out. That'll be March. Okay, well, that makes sense then. It'd be cool to see then when that release comes out. When we get this. That's just great if you haven't bought it yet. So someone like me who hasn't bought the game yet. Yeah. But as a friend who tells them how good it is, now I can go in, drop 30 bucks, I get the game, all the DLC, and this, like, enhanced content. Yeah. That's pretty great. But, you know, it's also on Xbox Game Pass. So, you know, you can pay 30 bucks or you can just pay, like, $3 and <laughs> and play it that way. So Actually, there you go. Uh, yeah, that'll be March 13th that's coming out. There we go, March 13th, uh, State of Decay 2 Juggernaut Edition. I'm looking forward to the Steam release. Uh, Game Pass sounds pretty cool, but I don't know. I can't justify, like, I don't play games as much as I used to, so I can't justify paying a subscription yeah, for games thing, I'm not going to play that much. Thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If All you right, know, let's hear if, it. If you know you're not going to play it that much, why pay $30 just to like try it out and be like, you know what? I'm just bouncing off this rather than paying like five bucks and being like, play it as much as you want. Like, even if like, even if you do end up canceling it within that first month, it was just five bucks. You have to try it out. And it's not just that game you're getting. You get that and everything else is on game pass. So that's fair. And game pass is on PC now too, right? Yeah. And it's on PC. So it's, See, that's 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 amazing to me because like I literally have no reason to buy an Xbox now. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, why, that's why I sold my Xbox. I sold my Xbox because all those games are on PC now. So and exactly. It's, and and it's, there's no reason platform. to do it. You don't need exactly. to pay for you don't need to pay for Xbox Live subscription. All those games you just play online for free. Um it's it's i mean it's one hell of a deal so it definitely sounds like pc players are getting the better end of the deal then like we're getting the better version of the game we're getting uh we're getting it for the same price if not cheaper than what xbox players are paying for yeah and on top of that we don't have to pay to play online um the only downside is the selection on pc is not the same as what's on console like console gets a lot more games and shit well that's true but like I don't know. I, I was never a big Xbox guy. I had a 360 when I was younger, but yeah. kind of moved up to PlayStation a little after. And the only games like when when, next, when the Xbox One was announced, and years later, the only games I wanted for it were Killer Instinct, Sunset Overdrive, the Halo Master Chief Collection, you know, Gears of War, and those are all on PC now. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's no reason for me personally to go get an Xbox. The only thing I miss on PC that Xbox had was the classics, the uh, 360 games. I'm sorry, you cut out. I couldn't hear that. 
Oh, my bad. The, the, the only game I miss on PC that the Xbox had was the classics, like the um, the, the Xbox 360 classics, um, like the, the Rare Replay stuff. Like I bought Rare Replay on Xbox One, and that's not available at all on PC. Yes. Okay, that, 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 I'll give you that one. Like, that's one. My dad had an Xbox, and I bought Rare Replay specifically so I can play it. <laughs> when I hang out with like, them. If I like if I can get some form of perfect dark uh on PC. I'm not talking because that 360 version was like so much better. It had dual analog stick controls and shit like that. Like if you go back to that N64 version and try to play that, <laughs> which I have, and try to play that like a modern game, it's just it doesn't it doesn't do it. <laughs> no, it it's fucking awful. And like it sucks to play. Nobody admits that. My my buddy uh if we have any like longtime listeners here back on Retro Byte, uh, Jimmy, he was a huge fan of like GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. And I tried playing it on, on N64, and I'm like, dude, why? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sure it was fun when it came out, but like now it's, uh, it doesn't age well. Yeah. It does not age well at all. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's one of the things that if they like announce some like Xbox 360 classics on PC, I'll, I will fucking late Phil Spencer on stage. <laughs> you think I'm joking? <laughs> no, I know you're not joking. That's why I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> no homo, just out of respect. You just, this. I'll, I'll suck his dick out of respect. Yeah. This is a men, pure business you know, decision. Only two men I would do that for. Phil Spencer and Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Speaking of Kojima, uh, kind of off topic here, what did you think of Death Stranding? I think it is a phenomenal experience and a terrible video game. There we go. That's what I was. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> that seems to be the, that seems to be the consensus that it's it's a great it's a great ride. It's a fun trip, but it's not fun to play. Seems to be like the consensus from everybody. Yeah. Actually, like it's it's weird because the playing that game the most fun i had playing that game was playing it in the most non-fun way possible like which was which was like just running around and building the roads like just collecting materials and building the fucking highway <laughs> like dude building the high i don't know i got some like like i don't like knowing that i made everyone else's experience better made me feel good <laughs> i mean that works that's the point of the game right <laughs> so i would i would take the long way around and cl- climb up to the peak of a mountain just so i can place a thing up there like a little grapple point up there just so i can throw it down and have someone be like oh fucking yes look at this grapple here like like knowing that i made someone else's experience better like was i don't know it made me feel good but then i realized I'm not making any fucking pro. I spent I spent 27 hours in this <laughs> one section doing this shit, and I've made no progress. So, <laughs> so at some point, I was just like, "Okay, I got to stop this. I got to like." And then I stopped having fun. Like it was weird, man. Like do like making progress in the game was not fun. Playing it in the non-fun way, or like what you would think is not fun, was fun for me. But is not you don't make progress doing that. So I don't know. It's like a catch twenty two. I mean, I think that's the point of the game is that it's supposed to be like this 
I, I like to call it like an interactive art piece is probably the best way to describe it, which I think Kojima would have no problem qualifying yeah. it like that too. Yeah. Which but, it sounds like fun. Everyone keeps telling me the same thing you did. Like it's, it's a really cool, interesting game that does has a lot of really cool creative ideas, but it's not fun to play. <laughs> But like that's, but I like respected for that because like someone, yeah. I, someone has to make those types of games, and it's like only, it's it's what I expect out of Kojima. It's just like yeah, like say what you want about like Metal Gear Solid Four, like in my opinion, many people's opinion, it's the worst Metal Gear Solid game, but the things it was doing, like you haven't seen before and you haven't seen it since, still, like no game has put like an iPod in its fucking menu and been like, yeah, just load up this podcast on your iPod and just, and play the, like, <laughs> like no yeah. one's like, it's like, no one does that shit. And you know, that's why I like Kojima was like my most respected game director. Like he's. And it's cool to see him like make those decisions to do stuff that might not always be like quote unquote fun or like, you know, the safe option. I, I hate it when I see games and game devs, like take the safe option with stuff. You know, they try to hit like the, the lowest common denominator for their game. And ends up making the game a little bit worse for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a uh, perfect example is like the dead space games, weird tangent, but we'll get back on eventually. <laughs> uh, I love dead space one. I think dead space two is a lot of fun, but dead space three. And you know, they made these choices to make the game more accessible, to make it, hit more people to make more people interested in it. And because of that, like the people who did love the game, like me dropped off after three. And that's why it did so poorly. And now no one gets a fucking dead space game anymore. Or maybe not even just to make it more. I mean, I think making it more accessible was like a side. It was a side effect of making it more, um, you know, they saw what was popular at the time. And they were like, Hey, if we do this, we might be able to make a bit more money. Like, you know, like the Call of Duty type shit of just like, hey, these games are really fucking popular and you make a lot of money. So let's add some of those mechanics to our game. And it just doesn't it just doesn't work in that kind of um, non work. Uh, and I think that was the main problem with Anthem, too, is that like I think Bioware. Oh, had like boy, a you want to talk about idea. Anthem, dude. I played. <laughs> you want to <laughs> talk about Anthem. Oh, you want to talk about Anthem. Oh, you're talking about Anthem. <laughs> Oh shit! I opened up a bag of worms here. Oh shit! We're talking about Anthem now. Oh shit! Anthem. I fucking yo. I hate. I hate that game, dude. (laughs) I am not surprised. I'm not surprised. The way you're jumping around, it could have gone either way. But I'm not. They. They. Okay. So I didn't. I didn't put it in the news here, but they did come out and write like a fucking 12 paragraph essay on hey we know uh anthem is bad we're gonna we're here's we're gonna fix it uh it's basically what they said in many words um they're they're pretty much doing like a rome reborn anthem um which Which, I i hate to see you know i hate to see a game fail like i've never wished a failure of any game so I do hope that they can come back and be like, yo, Anthem's a new hotness right now, man. Like, I, I hope, like, they can turn it around. I but. do, too. And it just it depends on how they do it, because are they going to do, like, 
Well, that's what I was saying. They but, cannot. There's nothing in that game. They cannot salvage anything in that game. They have to. Really? You think it's that bad? Really? It is, it is that bad. I mean, like the, <laughs> the, the the ideas they can salvage, but to be like, oh, hey, we tweak the jetpack so that you can like fly. There's there's nothing. They can't tweak anything that won't have a side effect on something else. That, that oh, I got you. Scorched Earth to start over. It's the best course of action. Yeah. So like. They have to. They they really have to just start over from the ground up with that shit, and just make Oof. it. Well, let's see what happens. Hopefully, in a perfect world, you would get some huge update, and everyone who who bought the game day one would get this like better version of Anthem for free. Yeah, but that's probably not what's going to happen. They're probably if they do the Realm Reborn, they're going to charge everyone to buy it again and basically fix it. I mean, like if if No Man's Sky can have this huge like redemption arc, like anyone can do it. Like it's. I totally but, forgot about No Man's Sky. And you have it in the fucking, like, the, the, the chat, too. But No Man's Sky is another one that, like, I, I knew when it was coming out, everyone was talking the game up, and I was like, this is way too good to be true. And it was. It yeah. was way too good to be true. And I was telling people at the time, like, you guys are, like, really excited about this, but this, I don't, it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. And then, yeah. I mean, there was no way it could have. The game was releasing for what, like 40 bucks when it dropped. We already knew it was going to be like a budget game. Um, and the team that made it had I never made a triple A game before. Was it was 60 when it came game. out. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I never bought it. That was a You're right. It is a $60 game because my, my brother bought it and he was pissed off. <laughs> he spent $60 on it. <laughs> but, like, how, what was everyone expecting with that game? Like, this team had never made a triple A game before. And everyone was was ready to, for it to be like this next big thing, and then it came out and it was like it was bad, like it was bad. It's that it sucks. And again, I don't want to see a game fail. It had some good ideas, but it was great for them to see them turn it around and make a much better game out of it. And hopefully, fingers crossed, Anthem could do the same thing. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like if only fucking Bethesda can do that. Fall seventy six. Oh, you want to talk about Fallout 76? Oh, Fallout 76 and shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No, I, I, there's no saving that game. Bethesda is not, they're, they're not the guys to do something like that. They will. No, no, they're not. And like, it's so funny, like, to get on this tangent, because like, every time they try to fix it, because they try to fix it in the past. Every time they do, they fucking, they break something else. No, they don't try to fix it. They try to put like a band-aid on it and then they fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> like they try to sew oh, it. God. They try to like do some patchwork and it's like, no, you don't just put some duct tape on it, motherfucker. You actually fix the shit. It it astounds me that we live in a world where games are so much bigger and better than they used to be, and we have the ability to fix games after they've come out. And Fallout 76 is still a piece of shit. Like what, like a year and a half later? <laughs> it's it's because I don't it's because like people allow the shit to happen. they've allowed Bethesda to do this for forever. Like they've allowed uh <laughs> like I it's it's just it's just the whole like pre order culture and shit like buying games before they're even out. They've already made their money, like this like mistakes keep getting made. Again and again and again, you've seen it with like Destiny One, 
which is like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like the be- the most pre-ordered game of all time. And the game's not even out yet. You've seen it with like Watch Dogs, like Watch Dogs 1, most pre-ordered yeah. game of all time. It's not even out yet. Like if we stop giving them money before they've even made the game, they, then they won't, they won't do this shit. <laughs> but, and it's, it's so frustrating because like, with Watch Dogs 1, I bought Watch Dogs 1 like years after it came out. Yeah. I got like the special edition for like $10 and I still fucking felt ripped off. <laughs> yeah. It's still busted. And it's yeah, it's so frustrating oh. to see. And and it, it's it sucks cuz games should be just amazing now, but they're not. And <laughs> it's because of that. It's a it's just And let's be honest with Bethesda, that. like unpopular opinion here. Bethesda's games have always been like buggy and kind of rough around the edges. Yeah. It's just now that it's like, it's not a fun buggy that people are upset about it. Now that their community can't fix it for them because it's an online game and they haven't released a tool. It's like, Oh, exactly. And it's, 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 it's so shitty about it. That's like when fallout four came out, I was excited for fallout four. And I was like, this is the same game I played like forever ago. And it's somehow even worse. Like it's more buggy. Like that is a hill I'm ready to die on. That Bethesda's always had these like fucking ridiculous, rough, buggy games, but nobody cared about it until now. Yeah, I think just people just forget. Like, this is a fucking business. The games industry is the largest. Ah, okay, rant over. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we talk about things we like? Why do we always talk about things we hate? <laughs> well, you know, you gotta have it's a duality of man. And you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Ah, oh, Jesus. Ah, oh, uh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a business, but, man. So you know, <laughs> it's it's people forget it's a business. Like the games, yeah. the games industry is the largest entertainment industry, bigger than movies, bigger than music. You know, bigger than all. That. Which, like, if, if we can talk about that really quick, that astounds me. Like how how when I was growing up. Gaming was already like on the rise, but it wasn't like taken seriously. You know what I mean? I'm sure it was the same way with you. Yeah. Like, like I remember playing games when I was a kid, and my family thinking, "Oh, he'll grow out of it eventually." It's like it's a it's a it's it's a to- it's a toy. Is what people thought when I play my games. And now it's like this multi billion dollar industry. More people spend money on games than they do going to the movies or buying movies and. Yeah, it's insane. It's astounding to me to I mean, see it's that. Not, it's not that hard to believe because you know games are just they're they 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 have the opportunity to spend as little as possible or as little as they can to make the game, but still give you chances to pay for it for years after it's been. You know, you go see a movie. You know, you spend they'll spend like I don't know twenty million to make a movie. Um. And then, like, really, it's that, like, first week of sales where their money is made, and then, like, it's done. But for a video game, it stays profitable for as long as they keep allowing it to be profitable. Yeah. So. I mean, with the rise of the internet and everything, like, it's it's yeah. even bigger now than it ever could be. Now it's easier than it, than ever to to keep those games profitable, to, uh, to update them, to do stuff like No Man's Sky did or what State of Decay's doing or what Anthem's going to try to do. Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. I, just, I love video games. I love video games so much. <laughs> Fucking video games, man. Yeah, man. Oh, God. Anyone listening to this, sorry about that little, little side sidebar <laughs> there, but 
fuck it. They're here to listen to us. So yeah. Anyone, anyone has any, any opinions they want to leave? You can leave it in the chat after we put up the, and when we put up the, uh, the podcast, we'll, we'll get some stuff, answer some fan questions. If anyone's listening. Yeah. Uh, soundcloud.com slash game overs, uh, twitch.tv slash game overs. Find us. We, we out there. Uh, so next in the news, um, we have kingdom Come deliverance and Aztec coming to Epic game store for free, which if you're a PC gamer and you haven't downloaded Epic games, like why not? I mean, the games are free. You don't have to agree with their business practices, but the games well, are free. There's a lot of people <laughs> that are just super uh, paranoid about like their ties to Tencent and China and think it's like spyware and shit like that. Um, which is, you know, I, I, I can see the fear in it, but like, come on, <laughs> like, is it really? Yeah, that's the government. Like, why is the government watching you specifically? You know, I mean, if you're if you're really paranoid about that. Do not look into what. <laughs> do not look into the companies who are who have ties to China, because exactly, damn near all of them. So exactly, like if, if you're worried about if you're worried about like China looking into your stuff because you download Epic Games, I hope you don't have a World of Warcraft account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Like, just but no. Keep your tinfoil hat on and stay exactly. off the internet. Exactly. Stay out the internet completely. Yeah. I don't know why you even have a router in your house <laughs> if you're that paranoid. But these new games are coming out. I, I say new, but Kingdom Come Deliverance came out like what, 2018, 2017? Yeah. I don't even yeah. know when Aztec came out. Aztec even old. But they're both free. I mean, go ahead, download and give them a try. Kingdom Come Deliverance is a game I wanted to try forever, but I never got to play it. Every review kept telling me like how buggy and weird it is. That's why I never bought it. But I mean, for free, I can't. You can't be free, man. It's, it's Kingdom Come is an interesting game. I don't like it, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I like I like my like games to be more fantastical. And um, well, people kept saying, "Oh, if you like Skyrim, you'll you'll love this game." But it is not. It is not Skyrim. It is not. It is more like a 